0: Back to good with the programming. I'm Chase and along with me is Bill Grunler. We're, free. And we're talking age group semifinals.
1: It's an important event to be talking about, very it important. It qualifies 10 people, dude,
0: from 30, 10 people from to from
1: the games.
0: 30. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. The age group semifinal events got released yesterday. I was, you know, it's funny, I was sitting around yesterday. I was like, I wonder when these things are going to happen. And it was like 2.05. And so like the things got, I think they got sent out via email at the, right. the noon Pacific time. They're still not up on the website yet, but they were posted on CrossFit's Instagram uh, as we are going to go through the events. Today, we will not be analyzing the programming. We'll do that after everything is all said and done. Today, we're just going to talk about the events themselves. Bill and I will give our... Um, Strategic tips on how to be the most successful you can be during these tests that are coming up. I believe it all kicks off Friday to Saturday is the first window, and then Saturday to Sunday is the second window. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the programming. Uh, We'll go through event by event, give us our opinion on how to be the most successful in that uh, test, depending on what type of athlete you are as well. Um, Uh, That's totally... Because there's a few different ways uh, some of these th- things are combined. We'll talk about some scoring, we'll talk about some uh, standards, some box heights. And everything in between, except... And
1: some, and some Choose Your Own Adventure.
0: And some Choose Your Own Adventure, except analyze the actual programming itself. We'll save that for sometime next week.
1: Which I'm going to have to say, you're going to have to make sure you keep me in check, and I'll try to do <laughs> I the know. same for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going
0: to be accountable to each other uh, as this goes on. But uh, what's up, everybody? Eric, Corey, Devesh, Philip, Renata. Yes, Philip, thank you. I do have a nice hoodie on. I feel like I do have a nice hoodie on. Uh, speaking of this hoodie... Buy SherpaWorks. SherpaWorks is coming out with a Murph shirt. So if you guys are doing Murph this year, uh, coming up this Memorial Day weekend, go to SherpaWorks on their Instagram. You guys can go to their website as well. They have a Murph T-shirt coming out if you guys want to get something for that day. Uh, Obviously, don't wait too long. And the other thing, I actually want to pull this up, is our OG culture... Is doing a little bit of a, uh, um, I don't know, special is the, the right word to use. Sorry, <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> it's a good looking shirt. Uh, the uh, f- first thing in stock, Cult Lady Crop Teas. There are uh, a few left in stock, so if you didn't get yours, go and Get that now. There's a couple left, but uh, on top of that, is we're running an OG special. So our newest OG design, which is that neon outline style, is for a limited time. You can get a free OG flag with any apparel purchase on the site. The deal will end this Friday.
1: Oh, you need to get one of those flags, people.
0: So these OG limited edition tees, the outline version, I had a little twist on the classic OG. If you get one of these, if you go to the OGcoachor.com, I'll pull this up right now. You guys get on this website, go to shop, you hook up, get one of these shirts. We've got different colors on the crops for the women. On the men's side, we have different t-shirt styles and colors as well. We've got, navy blue, green, and white. You get one of these things, you buy one, you are going to get an OG flag for free. Boom. So if you guys are not on the OG culture site yet, go there now. It's just the OGculture.com. Go to products, buy yourself an OGT, and then get yourself a free OG flag. It will end on Friday. Today is a Tuesday, which will release the audio after this show, but go check it out. Go check it out. Just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. Get that out there. Uh, I did, you know, I want to talk to you about this while we're live on air. I wanted to create, we may be getting a little too close for Mother's Day, but I wanted to create a Mother's Day and Father's Day OG-esque themed shirt. And I wanted your thoughts on this as I just say it out loud.
1: Um, Are we talking if we go in the classic version of the original Puky, not the one that we currently have, but the original Puky, cartoony looking setup? Yeah. Do you want like a kind of cartoony?
0: Oh, I already have it in my head. I'm gonna old guy with like a cane. No, no, no,
1: no, no.
0: A twist, a twist on some classics. All right. Okay. Okay. So bear with me for the. We'll go. Uh, we'll go dad's first. I just wanted to make a shirt that said dad bod on the front. And in the O, we just put the pukey logo, our OG logo. Just write dad bod, the real one, the one it should be a CrossFit one.
1: Seriously. Why is that a thing? Why?
0: I don't know. Well, I have, there's like a deep seated psychological problem with,
1: I mean, I know where that's, we are. I mean, how dare you even like try to look good because that's just wrong.
0: Well, it's not even that. It's it's the insecurities sometimes people feel when their partner's out of shape, so that it feels like they're in out of shape. So then they are more attracted to the less in shape person, so they feel better about themselves. Is that too far off the deep end? I feel like that's really close. God, dude, like what the what the heck is but, wrong with people? But, okay, so a classic thing, right? I, I mean, <laughs> it's like a you know those shirts that just said college yeah same thing
1: no 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 i like it no, just, I, I get just dad it. I bod get it.
0: father's day shirt and in any o we have our og logo yeah,
1: with I the like clown
0: that. what do you think about that for our, our father's day og edition
1: i do like that
0: dad bod except a bunch of ripped fucking dudes with big pecs and six-pack abs and big shoulders or yeah. just like not fat are rocking the yeah. dad bod shirts yes okay so, so that got. Me, I was on a run the other day, yes. and that popped in my head. I got to. We should probably ask Ken if he's cool with doing all this. <laughs> all right. So that's our Father's Day one. The other one for the moms out there is I wanted to do an old take off the uh, the old milf phrase, except switch the uh, I out with a W, so it's more like WILF. <laughs> and and it's just moms who love fitness. And then in the top in the O, we put the put the clown in there. So it's it's a little on the uh, risque side, but we switched a letter out there and we changed the acronym to Moms Who Love Fitness.
1: I I hear what you're saying. I, yeah. I would because that almost sounds kind
0: of. It's milf. <laughs>
1: I would my vote if we were gonna go that way. Was to still have milf, mm-hmm. but put the pukey like on the L that we have for cult. Ooh, make that the L. Mm. Am I pukey L? Uh.
0: Okay. <laughs> I because mean, I, I was I was trying to make it a little bit more uh, less aggressive, but well, uh, I mean, you can. We're,
1: we're trying to say like on the dad bod, we're like doing yeah, this but it to just the says dad, bod, yeah, so. but it says
0: dad bod, not like actual milf. <laughs> <laughs> or I thought MILF and like moms in love with fitness. Maybe we could do that. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's all a matter of what you want it to yeah. be. I, I think that that's exactly what you meant, right? Moms in love with fitness. Yeah,
0: Mil, MILF. <laughs> MILF. MILF. M I L W F.
1: I just I, I hear what you're saying. I think MILF would be better.
0: I mean, I'm not it's saying cross- it dude, wouldn't. I'm it's just
1: CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. fucking
0: crack. Better than
1: fucking crack.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, La- lady, yeah.
1: ladies in the chat right now, yeah. give, a, give a thumbs up if you if you think that that's okay. Yeah, I mean, we're not being crude on that, are we?
0: Um,
1: we're it's, it's having fun. Look, I mean, if, ladies, give me a thumbs up. You please. call
0: me a Dilf, I'm not going to uh, hate that. In fact, part yeah. of the reason why I started CrossFit was to be more um, sexually appealing to begin with. Yes, and the reason why I still do that is to still be that for my yeah. wife who hopefully she always stays attractive, uh, attracted to me and to stay in shape enough to like beat up my son slash any of my daughter's boyfriends. So there you go done. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Amanda, thumbs up. Amanda,
1: thanks. God, I was getting yeah. nervous. It was just a bunch of dudes <laughs> in here.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd buy it. All right. Sweet. So dad bought in milf, but dad bought. So the, uh, the bod, the O and the bod will have our OG, uh, pukey in there, and then the L for the milf will have the uh, cult L in there. Mm-hmm. All right, I say yes. All right, all right, all right. Do that. Oh man, that'll be fun. All right, dear Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Ken,
1: we need a milf T-shirt. Thank you. Yes,
0: he's like, excuse me, what were you guys talking about on the podcast? He's like, everything. <laughs> Everything <laughs> okay? During the, right now, my dad just texts me. He goes, "Do you know of or have met Kelly Starrett?"
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who is Kelly Star? Is Starrett? it Starlett Kelly Starrett.
0: <laughs> if you're a, wow, a fitness influencer, yeah. Like, just text me. Do you know or have met Kelly Starrett? <laughs> oh, I should text me. Uh, yes. And yes.
1: Uh, Steven, I'm in, uh, San Luis Obispo. That's where my gym Slow. is. Slow, Right above Santa Barbara, right between LA and the San Francisco. Yes. Yes. Come on by.
0: Uh, before we get to the programming for semifinals, I want to shout out to Bub's naturals. I just, uh, they came out with the, another coffee. I got uh, it. Did you get it? It's so good. Uh, it's, it's good, man. It's the, what is it? The, uh, medium roast uh, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, i mean
1: they know that i they know that i like the dark roast but
0: um it's so good yeah, and you do careful. like a dark roast i do you like at starbucks you're like i'll take the pike it's fine i'm like Ugh. but uh if you guys haven't had your bubs fix yet you need to uh I, by the way this new halo creamer is still mct oil powder mm-hmm. which is awesome I was like, why is this so good? Why is this so good? But here are the things that they've got in stock now. Collagen protein, MCT oil powder. You can either get the classic or the new creamer, the halo creamer as another option. The other ones that are in there is the coffee. They are now coming out of coffee. They got three different flavors or styles, light, medium, and dark roast. We have a new code. So, if you guys have been with us for a while, you've been rocking bubs. By the way, we just passed our three year anniversary. I forgot to tell you that. Holy shit! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary, dude! Three years. Yeah. I lost two years in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like it's all been one long year. But yeah. uh, here we so, are. And
1: I, I have no—I literally have no. Like my clock is cool to like 2019, and then like all of a sudden switches to 2022. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a time capsule. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, three years. But uh, bub has been rolling with us since the beginning. If you guys go to bubsnaturals.com, if you get anything on their site, coffee, the collagen protein, the apple cider vinegar gummies, the MCT oil powder, either the classic or the new halo creamer style, use the code GWTP20. We've changed our code this year, so it's not the old code. GWTP 20, you'll get 20% off everything. What's great with this now is that everything you want for your morning routine is on this website. And you can get 20% off all of it, all at once. One stop shop. 20% off. Get your coffee, get your your, uh, collagen protein, MCT oil powder, get yourself a new uh, hand blender, get that apple cider vinegar gummies, which for me is like, I've been trying to kick... uh, Sugar, like six days a week. Not that I've ever had an issue with it, but if that craving ever comes up, I just pop two of those guys and we're good to go.
1: How many of those you you in a day?
0: No more than four. I do two in the morning. <laughs> a bottle a day. <laughs> yeah, in the morning, you know, I was like, I'm kind of hungry. I'll switch for something really. Uh, like, no, I'll pop two of those. Good to go. In the evening, that after dinner kind of craving... Do mm-hmm. those right before bet, Good to go. So guys go to bubsnaturals.com. Use the code GWTP 20. That's get with the programming GWTP 20 for 20% off and get on the bubs train because it is rolling out of the station in a big way because we thought it was a one-stop shop before. Now they've got everything you need in one spot and you can save 20% off everything that you do. So I highly uh, suggest you guys go do that. Yeah. Which I am running out of, and I need to. Uh,
1: I just got. I just got my 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 re up. Oh, you did. I was. Oh, dude. Oh.
0: I just poured my last scoop of uh, MCT oil MCT oil powder out.
1: Did you do the whole thing where like you get to the end and you have to have to make sure it all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't put it in the I bag. I did the. Yeah,
0: I did the. Yeah. Um, old collagen protein tub hack that you 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 did in the plastic so that little lip i like flip it all the way over and some of it gets on the counter and then like a coke head i i use like a (laughs) like a credit card and scrape it off the countertop and put it into my (laughs) coffee
1: i won't lie i lick my finger and get it in there and try and get whatever little amount you know drizzle it over the top of the coffee i get it dude i'm not could you I'm have said I'm not
0: going to short myself. Could you them. have said a worse line for Fluffy Duck to take? Oh my gosh. Or your brother to take than what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said lick my finger and then I was like, "Oh god." And I'll I'm not going to say next a word. On the next DJ yeah, I'm not saying a word cuz I'm staying out of that <laughs> clip. I, I will not be immortalized. Oh, in that. Whatever you just so said. It's like the second time we've done something like that. We've but. done some good ones. Yeah, we've done some good ones. But yeah. uh, All right, if you guys uh, are hitting that up, again, 20% off GWTP20. Get after it. Uh, all right, so let's talk about the events that are coming up this Friday for the Age Group semifinals. That's all the way from 14 to 65 plus with different divisions, 14 to 15, 16 to 17, and then every five years from 35 to 65 plus going up. Now, they've only released publicly the basically through their Instagram. So they don't have like the scorecards up. You may have seen them here and there that either went out in an email to an athlete. But as far as what we have access to and what we're working with, we'll go off what they posted on social media. So most of the things we're talking about will be in just basically the the younger divisions and then the scales from there. But test 1A is thousand meter row, 100 double unders, 20 shuttle runs, 750, 75, 15, 550, 10, and 250, 25, and 5. Once you're done, you'll go straight into for a Part B score of max snatches in three minutes at 155 for the women and 225 for the men. And Bill, when you look at this, it's like this is... A partitioned version basically of like the triple three, triple threes, totally. Right? Yeah, triple three.
1: And, and, and as much as I threw up in my mouth when I saw the shuttle run again, um, I get the idea of what they're trying to do. If you, if I will guarantee that when we get to the live semis for the individuals, they're probably going to end up seeing. Some sort of a triple three sort of setup. And so I think that's a, this is kind of the home version of that, which again, if you're doing a home version of it, okay, I get it. It, it fits. Um, what do you think it comes down to though? I, th- I like me personally, I think it comes down to the row. Uh,
0: I mean, row distance in total, what do we have? 2,500 meters on the row. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be your bulk time. Right. Right. So your bulk time is on the row. The double unders are an afterthought. Totally. Um, That might be your one time to try to let your either heart rate not continue to rise (laughs) or a time to chill. And and to a certain point, because of the time that you'll be on the row, because of the time the shuttle runs will take, because it's 50 total shuttle runs. So it's about, as we talked about in the quarterfinals, it's about an 800 meter. Right. In total, but partitioned up. So again, not that fast. Uh, not that much time dedicated there. In fact, the row, shoot. I mean,
1: I mean, the row you're looking at like 20 what? To
0: 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes of row. The double under is a total of 250. If you were to do that unbroken, you're looking at two to three minutes at most. Yeah. And then shuttle runs and 800 meter run. Let's just say nice four to five minutes. So the row itself is going to take nearly twice as long as the other two combined.
1: Right. So that's where I think you have to make your move there. I don't think you're you're not going to be able to gain like you could with the amount of shuttle runs that there are. Mm -hmm. If you went all out, like just went for it versus you just kind of jogged it. Yeah. I don't think you're going to gain that much time Mm -hmm. so that to me, when I look at this. I see active recovery on your double unders and on your shuttle runs for the most part. Doesn't mean like yeah. you walk them necessarily, but you it's an active recovery so that you can get to work on the rows cuz that's where you're going to be spending the most time and that's where you'll have the most time. Yeah. The most chunk to be able to make a move. So if you want to make your move, you got to make it there. But generally speaking, now granted if you're not if you're a shorter athlete, then you have to try to hang on there as much as you can in the row. Right. And then you're forced you're forced to go all out on the other elements just because it's, it's a rowing event.
0: And I think this is also a like front half. I mean, obviously a front half dominant event. Yeah. I mean the first half of this, if we just looked at these as four different triplets combined, 1,750 meter row, 175 double unders and then 35 shuttle runs of the 2,500 250, and 50 reps that you have to complete. To where the back half of this from 500 to 250 and everything below, you're not really going to be able to separate yourself there no. unless you were just dying, right? You, right, you can right. separate yourself by getting worse, but sprinting the 500, say, instead of going a 145 pace, you try a 142 or even something faster than that is not worth the three seconds you may get that can be negated in one trip of a jump rope. Right. You're better you're okay. better in the back half to row comfortably so that you can do fifty double honors in a row and go right into the shuttle runs. You're not gonna beat anybody in the two fifty, twenty five and five shuttle runs in enough time that you didn't already make up for yourself in the first half. So I would say is yes, the rows are very important, but also just to nut up for that first go half. Out hard. Yeah.
1: You have to go out hard, and the other thing is you have that immediate transition from your lift or from your uh, part A to your test or your your B that you have to do with all the snatches. So yeah. depending where you are on the snatch, I mean, if you are one of the stronger athletes, you have even though it's at, even though it's it's not scored as much as mm-hmm. part A, you still want to be able to do well on it. So yeah. you're right; you have to really go out it out hard on the the first two uh, parts, the thousand meter and the 750 meter row, the, those two segments, Mm -hmm. then you can start to reel it back just a touch, at least get, be comfortable. Yeah. Because you want to be able to go right. You only have three minutes to hit the snatch. Right. And it's, I mean, it it depends where you are at that point. Like Mm -hmm. if you're, if you can't hit that snatch and granted, you know, that the weight is, you know, will go down versus uh, based on what your age groups are. So you're not going to have the 55 plus doing 225 or anything like that, but um you want you want to be able to get a handful of those and you're not going to have a whole lot of time to prep into it Mm -hmm. so you can't come off dusted right and expect to have anything out of that which i think those last you're right you're not even someone goes all out and someone just kind of i don't want to say coast but throttles back a little bit there's not enough distance Mm -hmm. on the row not enough double unders and not enough shuttle runs to really put you well you know uh, uh, out of the field Right. away from somebody that way. So you're right. right. You got to go hard at the at the gate. Yeah. Three, two, one, and go get going.
0: Into that, that burpee dude's comment is that you were, you know, we're saying it's like the emphasis is on the first half, but you don't also have to like sprint the thousand because of we are doing meters. Right. right? It's like, you just have to be at a good, strong pace so that you can, can keep that pace throughout. Right. So you don't have to send it, but it's that space you need to sustain that's going to be tough to do in that top-heavy style is what we're talking about. Um, and then if you go and look at going to B, at 225 and 155, that's a question of like you either have it or you don't.
1: I think right? so. You're it's right. it's a
0: definitely a doable weight for the top 30 that made it here. Uh, if you think those younger divisions, right, I think it's what, 35 to 49 is doing the 225 and 155?
1: Um, I actually saw that that wasn't the weights for them. Okay. Um, it it does drop, it does drop. Yeah, and, um, and which is
0: I can't wait to talk about when we analyze this is that we see some earlier drops for the first time in a while. Yeah, which I totally. think is is really cool. Something we've been talking. Uh, I mean, about.
1: this if I if I was in my division, the fifty division, I looked at this when I because when I saw we were talking about if we we're gonna do the show or not, and I was waiting for this to come out, and it came out like that, and I was like two twenty five yeah shit man like (laughs) is there any other information anywhere (laughs) yeah um but yeah so i i i will say that it does go down what i do like about this is if you look at it at the 35 to uh 39 division if you if you just kind of look at that division those athletes the the snatch is about you're looking at like 75 to 80 percent for most Mm. of those athletes right that's about right yeah so, I think, I think that's good. And it, it pushes them because three minutes is not a lot of time. So, you don't get no, to rest at all. To get into it. You have to get right into it, which is cool.
0: And, and that's the part, too. Uh, the thing about these A and B is that you have this pure monostructural burner into a weightlifting frenzy at a significant weight under fatigue. But the way this is set up is that. I don't really think you need to put yourself in a dark place to have a successful one. A, which should also set you up for success in a good one. B yeah. Right. As opposed to like burpee box jump overs and handstand walks and something, something else. Or, or like what we saw for say, um, in quarterfinals, straight handstand, pushups, box jumps and GHD sit-ups. Like if you're good at those, that's going to have a much more detrimental effect, I feel like, on a snatch than these three. Yeah. So, so they they I, I feel like they complement each other fairly well. Also, by the way they're designed, this partitioning kind of helps keep the intensity high versus say a bulk style like a triple three. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um, if for the snatch, I mean, uh, who had the question here? How many reps do you think somebody will get? It's like it's hard to tell. It's just based off how freaking fit someone is and strong they are.
1: Uh, yeah, totally. And it, it's, you, you can't give a general number of what that would be because you're going to have some beasts in there that are like...
0: I right, have this. How many do you think you would have to hit minimum to have a shot at qualifying for the CrossFit Games?
1: Uh, I, I see what you're trying to ask. I think actually the better question would be to get you at the top in this particular test because it's a 50-point test. Right. So I don't think you'd have to have a certain number to qualify yourself to the game because it's not it's not scored as yeah. heavily as the first part. So, but I still I I mean, I, but I I I do think that you still need to be in the mix there for sure. What well, like i was you, saying
0: is like you you gotta get seconds? ten plus if you want to keep yourself in the running here.
1: I, I would say that, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have some people that can do more than that. Oh, and yeah, but, I
0: said at a minimum, right? A minimum, like, if think, you're getting less than ten. Yeah, and you are setting yourself up in a bad spot to kick things off is I kind of so. where I was. I was looking at.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I mean, I just blanketly just said if you hit one every if you hit one every
0: fifteen seconds, that's twelve. Right, which is fast after yeah. what you've done. I mean, <laughs> right. The and if setup for one a snatch takes seconds. a long time. Right. Yeah. You
1: get one every twenty seconds, then you're looking at nine. So you're. Right. I think. I think ten is a good base number to be shooting for. Right. Maybe, maybe that's um, that like what's a number the number you should be shooting yeah, for yeah, yeah. to yeah. set
0: yourself up well for the rest of the competition. I like yeah. that. I like that. Um, all right. Let's switch to.
1: Do you see how I really didn't make a big deal about it? You did settlement? a good job. I, I hope everyone you noticed. Do a good You did a great job. I'm not job. even bleeding. Like my tongue is bleeding a little bit. My lip is bleeding a little bit, but it's not bad.
0: Biting it so hard with some Bailey. Oh, I can't wait to get to the box step ups <laughs> for you. Should be at eye level. <laughs> High level. Uh, All right. Test number two, AMRAP in five minutes. Complete as many reps as possible of thrusters at 135 and 95 and ring muscle-ups. There's a minimum number of reps you need to hit depending on, on, on your age group, but the baseline programming says 15 and 15. Now, I remember... Well, nope, that's a that's a wrong question.
1: When you're look, when you're looking at this,
0: right, you got fifteen and fifteen. Let's just take how you would approach this test right off the bat. You got five minutes, fifteen and yep. fifteen. It doesn't yield a whole lot of extra time in there.
1: No, it doesn't. But you have to think about what movement will you be able to be most consistent with. Because you're not gonna be able to do uh, you're not gonna be able to do muscle ups for two and a half minutes straight. Mm mm. So you figure you're going to be able to – even if you – let's say you can get 15. Right. Once you get through the 15, what do your muscle-ups look like after that? Are you able to do, you know, whatever, chunks of three, chunks of five, you drop down, immediately get back up? Mm -hmm. Whereas I think on the thruster, I think most people would have the ability to do almost like – and basically a cluster. You could do a cluster every – 10 seconds and just hammer it all oh, I the think way you can through go quicker than that. You know, I, well, yeah. I'm just trying to put, some no, no, right, out, right. but I mean, yeah. so you have to gauge like, I, I, I like to think if I'm looking at this, I like to think I'm good at muscle ups. Mm-hmm. However, I can get to a certain number and then they dwindle off quickly. Yes. But 135 pound on the thruster. I know that I could keep going for five minutes and make that work. So yeah. to me, knowing, knowing my strengths, I would be what movement, could I consistently do with a very short rest
0: and I mean, under maximum fatigue
1: yeah well it totally I mean like I I don't have to make a thruster look good but maybe we have <laughs> yeah. a, a little gymnastic just badass out there that 135 is heavy which I, I'm not gonna they say that is they just had to snatch whatever 225 right. so yeah um shouldn't be heavy for them but are they able to do a whole chunks of five like every I don't know 30 seconds, 20 seconds to
0: where they can keep on going. I just don't know. I don't know in yes, but then at the same time it's like they're sitting there resting. If they can do sets of 5 or trying to you there there should be no point in time where you're sitting there resting to do anything. I agree. Right? And I think this one as much of it as a choose your own adventure. To me this is 15 ring muscle ups as fast as you can and then thrusters for the rest of the, the time of remaining. It. That's it. There, there's there's no reason you should go back to the rings even if you're good at them, because you'll still be able to do more thrusters in the time movement under fatigue. Like you can press out 135 easier than any fatigued ring dip you could possibly do after 100%, 15.
1: Right. Without a doubt. Yeah. And so
0: this is like Ring muscle ups for time, and it's like, well, I don't have fifteen. Should I do thrusters in between my my ring muscle up sets? It's like probably not because you broke because you couldn't do the ring dip anymore. Right. So why would you go back to thrusters and make your ring dip worse to make you rest longer to do the thing you're already too tired to do to begin with?
1: My biggest weakness w- of of all the things is usually a thruster and a muscle up because it's fatigue and then going to gymnastics. And for whatever reason, that just I just get smoked by that. Yeah. So for me, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even touch I would be on
0: if the number was fifteen, yeah,
1: I would be on fifteen until I was done with fifteen before I even touched the Like bar. you you me. would
0: even if you went like five 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 or set to three, you would never go to the I bar. Even, You're just trying to do fifteen to as fast as you can.
1: I want to get that I'd I would want to get them done in like a minute mm-hmm. so that the rest of the time I can do thrusters or whatever that looks like. Yeah. And I, I just, think
0: this is Fifteen, like, and, and here's the thing: some of the younger divisions, everyone's doing this unbroken. At, at least the men.
1: Oh, 100%. and then the women yeah.
0: can too, depending on the length of their straps. Yep. It's fifteen as fast as you can, and then I think you walk to the bar and do as many unbroken thrusters without pausing or resting. And then after that, it's clusters, like you said, until the yeah. time's up, and that's it.
1: And as far as like you said, the you mentioned the the strap of the rings, if you can get short straps you guys if you haven't like i i I like to tell athletes all the time you
0: yes. train
1: on long straps you qualify on short straps so that you can race on the long straps
0: i would do that with grips yeah um you know it, f- through my whole competitive career is like i wouldn't train with grips unless it was like a big test day yeah and when the Open rolled around or regionals would roll around, I put my grips on and it was, it was like I was cheating. Right. <laughs> it was so great. It's like, since Bailey is here, it's like training on a 10-foot wall, wall target <laughs> the entire season. And then when the Open rolls around and they give you a 9-foot one, it's basically a cakewalk. Yep. <laughs> but really... But yeah, I think as much as this is a choose your adventure I don't see any scenario outside the fact of you are incapable of doing a single cluster over and over and over to go back to the rings once they're done. Or save some at the end. It's like, oh, well, I'll do five muscle-ups and then a minute of thrusters and then go back for five muscle-ups. It's like every thruster you do is making that muscle-up worse for you. Yeah, to where you will have to break up more, and now you're in danger of like not getting your minimum.
1: Okay, what it? Okay, pick a person like Samantha Briggs, Noah Olson. Yeah, um, it, it, like any any of like our our known muscle up just mm-hmm. gurus.
0: Cody Anderson is a great example too, because yeah. not only is he amazing at muscle ups and one of the only people to go unbroken in the muscle up biathlon, which you called, right. he's also. Unbelievably strong for his size.
1: Totally, his body position is just incredible.
0: And I feel like there's still no reason for him to go back to the rings, unless it's like, hey, you're going to take a thruster break and knock out ten. Right. Right. See, and
1: that—that's what I mean. Like, for for someone like that, it would be interesting. Like, their their skill set would allow them to have a different a different like they could afford to go back and forth. Because if they're going to get back to the rings for whatever reason. A set of 10 would be no big deal. Yeah. Right. I would not be able to do 15 and then come back for a set of 10 right
0: after that. Yeah, right. I'd, no. I'd go up for one no and be way. like, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I could have done two clusters in the time. It took me to do one shitty ring muscle up. Right. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Um, so yes, uh, let's say exception, not rule. Then I could see that. But only if you're getting five plus. Yeah, Like it's not worth going over to get three because the time it took you to drop the bar, chalk up, walk to the rings, do your three, drop down and walk back. I still think you would have done more thrusters in single reps than the total reps you would have got in that time frame of switching back over unless you did something north of five.
1: yeah and if you were worried about that to think that you're going to be able to bang out more thrusters because you'll be fresh, that's not gonna help your muscle ups yeah i, I just think that that's it I, it's a it's a strange write up, and we'll talk about that when we analyze it. Mm-hmm. but I think that like you still have to go that that um that order i I just can't see In not doing the muscle ups first
0: Eight feet between equipment okay so. I do a cluster, bar drops, walk over. You're chalking up. Everyone's chalking up. You're yep. gonna need to. I do my three, I drop, I walk back over. I don't I don't see the worth. Again, unless you're hitting a big set. Yeah. Because yeah, if you're hitting five or you're pushing ten, you know, it's a rep every two seconds, two and a half seconds for consecutive muscle ups. But even then, like you're running a risk in a five-minute test that someone's looking at your lockout. Yep. Right? It's like, oh, I did two two no reps. It's like, you're not going to usually get uh, shot down for a lockout on the thruster, especially single reps at that weight.
1: You want to know what's interesting about this is it does, it does make it to where if there are issues with lockout on the arms mm-hmm.
0: – Oh,
1: you now can like, there's no way to have to worry about, well, how much time was set up on the judge and you can just kind of take the reps because you're just looking at total reps.
0: True, but you know what I mean, yeah. And I know they won't do this. I don't think they'll do this, but what if you do your 15 and four of them were no reps and you did not meet the minimum work requirement technically on um, the no well, reps? Then, yeah, then,
1: then you'd be canceled out. At least you should be. Would
0: you just get like a null? Yes. should you you yes i i mean i agree (laughs) yes in fact i mean in so you guys better be locking your damn ring muscle-ups out with a judge that's going to make sure you don't do fewer less than the 15
1: or or do 18 ring muscle-ups so you have three protective ones to block out for the three that you missed or something yeah yeah
0: but yeah uh without analyzing the programming we're not Fifteen muscle ups as fast as you can, and thrusters in the time remaining. That's how you do yep. it. Yep, that's how you do it.
1: That would be the technique for sure.
0: Fifteen <laughs> percent penalty. <laughs> you know what's uh, wild about, like, if they put that in there, it's like, well, if, uh, you know, if we did sixty total reps. It's like, oh no, I lost four reps that I would have not have gotten because I couldn't do fifteen in a row that fast. Yep, I think they get a zero. I, I, I think they, they get a zero. Get a zero. All right, moving to 3A and 3B, our second two-parter. We have interval work, two minutes of work, one minute of rest with a complex Interval of
1: DT? Interval <laughs> DT,
0: yeah, sort of. It's like interval DT meets Macho Man. Right. <laughs> so seven deadlifts, five cleans, that's from the floor, power or no power, that's up to you, three shouldered overhead. 155, or 185 and 135, we think. Without getting into the weeds there. We think. <laughs> 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 Two minutes on, one minute off for five sets. So 10 minutes worth of this barbell complex. Deadlift for seven, cleans for five from the floor, three, shouldered overhead, 185 and 135. Do you just start over each time? Do we pick up where you left off? I don't... What I don't know. Um, and it... <sighs> This is rough. Like, (laughs) this is rough, man. I
1: I really, I really, this is one where I think a lot of people will get lulled into the first two minutes of work Mm -hmm. and be dusted. Like, I think you have to kind of have an idea before you step on the floor with uh, what your pace is so that you can be, I think the goal here is to be consistent through all five intervals. Yes, I mean, I, uh, I, I yeah. mean
0: like uh, the chief,
1: right? Like you, it's not about winning round one and two. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You want to be able to keep whatever number you have and stay consistent all the way through. So you're going to feel like you're going slow in the beginning, oh, yeah. but that's so that you're able to be consistent and still get the same amount of reps at the end because you could intervals cre- are like this. If like, it's literally one rep from where you're safe to where you're destroyed.
0: Uh, yeah, just, you're just you, riding you're that red you're line. Like you're in the red, and it's yeah. like you're
1: just dusted at yeah. that point. I mean, that's the No Olson that we saw you know, way back when in Madison. The 2 Boom. boom, <laughs> 33
0: done. overhead squats, round one.
1: <laughs> DNF, four, five, six, and seven.
0: <laughs> uh, when I look at this, I see grip, and I see seven unbroken deadlifts, five single power cleans, except on my fifth one, I do my three shoulder overhead, and I just try yep. to maintain that for the whole two minutes. And that's totally. it.
1: Yeah, I mean it was all the DT tricks, right? But you know? what's nice
0: is well, I don't know. If this But now is you nice. don't have to hang clean it you exactly. Get the yeah, you don't have to take yeah. it from the hang. So now I do. There, there is no advantage, no advantage whatsoever to do anything unbroken. It's like oh well, what about the first rounds? Like like Bill said, yeah, great. You saw four more. To, you have eight more minutes of this bad boy. Round one and two, it doesn't matter. Four and five, that's well, that's where the fittest people will separate themselves.
1: You know what, dude? You know what you do on this one is everything is a single. Drop the deadlift from the top, even. Get like your, your weights that don't bounce because it's light enough, 185, 135. Why even do yeah, the down yeah, on it? Yeah.
0: I mean, it does take away energy that is centric, lowering the bar.
1: And that and the grip, you're releasing the grip.
0: How about this? Time. Depending on the athlete you are, right? If you are a posterior chain deficient athlete like myself or grip fatigue athlete deficiency. It's definitely something. Look, you got time to practice. How about that? It's like, Hey, go out there, put two minutes on the clock today, do two minutes of seven singles into the three overhead and then rest your minute. And then the next minute do singles across the board and just a how you feel, what your rep scheme was. Because if the, honestly, if it's a one or two difference in those two minutes, it probably is worth it to do what you said. Right? And
1: again, if you're trying to control the first two rounds, I think that mm-hmm. would save you for the last two rounds. Because then, you, I mean, then the, you're not even having to worry about any sort of uh, much less grip fatigue going in. Because you're going to be doing grip and rip. Mm-hmm. You have to for the cleans. So you want to be able to just grab the bar. So you, maybe, maybe you don't get the perfect hook grip with the thumb. Maybe you don't do whatever. But now, since you've let go on every single rep, there hasn't been the same time under tension. Right. You know, so I don't know. I, I, I'm not an athlete that does that very well. I'm not good at doing singles for a long period of time, but I would, yeah. be, I would definitely look into it on this one.
0: Worth, worth a tinker before it all starts. Uh, totally. Yeah. You got the time. You got time. All right. From 3A, so after your five rounds of two on, one off, you go right into 3B, which is a callback from... Oh, there it is. Which is a callback from the 2020 online CrossFit Games. And after the final minute rest, athletes will have five minutes to establish a max freestanding handstand hold. So... Nope, that's analyzing. Stop in there. (laughs) (laughs) But we have a two-parter. Part B for both 3A or 3B and 1B are both worth 50 points versus 1A and 3 are worth 100. And this is just a gymnastics test after the weightlifting test we had in, in A of something that, honestly, three years removed... People should have been practicing this.
1: Oh, hundred percent. I've actually seen this. Is that the games um, last year on the teams? Yeah. They, I've seen them around. So people should know this by now. Yeah. Um, and, and it has that have at least messed with it. And I think the strategy here is if you're really good, like someone that's really good at handstand holds, mm-hmm. I mean, what were they doing at the, the, the games athletes were like two to two and a half minutes. Yeah. like the top we're talking top end the top right, end right. people um on the guy's side you were looking at like a minute 45 um probably averaging you know a minute we saw um at wadapalooza when they were on the parallettes granted you can't oh, move yeah, around anywhere yeah, yeah. um uh, but i think generally you're looking at like somewhere around a minute if you're if you can hold that you're decent so if that's the case you have one minute of rest going into this mm-hmm.
0: take another minute of rest oh yeah at take. least. I mean, honestly, you, how mean, many legit shots do you think someone's right? going to get? Totally.
1: I mean, well, it depends how long they get to stay up there. You know, I mean, if you have someone that's decent, they can hold a minute. Okay, maybe they get really good and they, they get to hold a minute and a half. Well, okay, mm-hmm. now you're working with four minutes of extra time. But it's not like you're going to go 15 seconds, 15 seconds. Oh, I just pulled off three minutes. Right. I just don't see that happening. So well, take your is, rest. we talking strategies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not not analyzing. I'm just talking strategies.
0: Analyzing so is next w- week.
1: <laughs> you get your one minute of rest between the two pieces. Take another minute at least, depending on what kind of athlete you are, mm-hmm. and then go and then go from there. You want to be as rested as possible to be able to stay as calm. Because I think a lot of times it's not the shoulder issue, but for a lot of people it's, it's figuring out how to breathe upside down
0: mm-hmm. after and, you're probably laboring a bit coming into this
1: hundred. Yeah, totally. So you want to, you want to bring that, you want to bring everything down as much yeah. as possible.
0: Uh, for those of you guys, I think it's like the one meter by one meter box. So as long as they stay within the box, it's fine. Um, for this, Like I said, is like, how many shots do you have? It's like, okay, if you're those top echelon athletes, uh, barring just losing your balance in the first 20 seconds, like you're probably looking as like you get one opportunity. Like if you're a 60 to 90 second plus athlete, I think you really only have one legit shot. Because if you get anywhere above that, like you get your 60 to 90 and that's your max, like you are not repeating that. Right. You can't. Right, and so unless you're less than 30 seconds and hopefully you can like kind of strike gold like you should rest two minutes
1: totally three be minutes be three minutes of rest yeah, yeah
0: three like m- and just to maybe you practice a couple kickups get the blood flow back in your arms like you know get your get your like equilibrium you know, lined up and getting upside down and just like take your time and set yourself up and set yourself up and find that like kick up sweet spot. Yeah. And then give yourself one good shot. If, if you are that confident and in control, if you have less then I would say, take a little less time. Like if you're 20 seconds, 30 seconds at best, you could give yourself maybe two or three shots. But after that, I think you're, you're maxed out. Right. (laughs) Like there, there's a, There is a muscle failure fatigue element to this, just like any other strict gymnastics movement. So you're not just going to get like 10 chances at this. Nah.
1: Yeah, be smart. Be smart about that rest. Yeah. Use it. Use it.
0: All right. Last one. Test four. Four Four-time 20 burpee box jump overs into two rounds of 20 kettlebell step-ups. With a 70 and 53 pound kettlebell onto a 20 inch box, two regular rope climbs into two rounds of 20 goblet squats with the same kettlebell into two legless rope climbs and a cash out of 20 burpee box up overs. The height of the box is 20 inches for both the step ups and the burpee box up overs. The rope height is 15 feet. The kettlebell has to be held in that front Rack position, I believe you can either hold the handle or the bell, but you can't put it over your shoulder or anything like that. And I'm trying not to analyze. I know. <laughs> <sighs> I think for the best athletes, this is going to go much faster than they anticipate.
1: 100%.
0: Like, I think this is an
1: all gas. This is, you got to go. Yes.
0: The problem? No, no, that's analyzing shit. The
1: well, the the thing is, is it because the number set, like the number of rope climbs that are there, mm-hmm. um, even the even the 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 step ups. Yes, they're weighted, but the because you know we have everyone is using the same height. Mm-hmm. Uh, the athletes that want to qualify have to. They got to lean into this event. Yeah. yeah. So you need to go. That 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 doesn't mean that you would want to overly pace your burpee box jumps at the front. I mean, yes, totally. You want to be able to just go nuts at the end, but like those two rounds of the 22 and the 22, those will be fast.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They're going to be fast. Well, so
0: and here, here is the compounding effect of the things that you were doing or holding. So the 20 burpee box jump overs, especially 20 inches for men, that's low. That is a low box for a burpee box jump over. I mean, we've talked about how to- In
1: in no other event have we done that. So that's going to push the tempo. Yeah, major. For for the men anyway, for the men anyway.
0: And that's lungs and arms, Mm -hmm. not the legs. Legs are going to be okay. So you take your lungs and arms and then you take that into two rounds of the kettlebell step ups with the kettlebell in the front rack position. One, that's going to close off your lung. If anybody has done the the test uh, tailpipe, you remember that one? Where you're just like racking two 53-pound kettlebells on your chest while your partner rows 250 and you go back and forth for three rounds? Suck. It sucks so bad. Suck. It sucks so bad. But okay, breathing's hard in that position and then my arms are getting no break. And then I have to take that into rope climbs where it's going to be the efficiency and speed versus the ability to. It's only two reps. But are you going to go too fast and mess with your foot grab? Are you going to pull too much with your arms because you're, you're rushing through it? And you got to go two rounds of that. And then you go back to the goblet squats of holding that rack. Like you're holding this rack position for 80 reps. And with a 70 and 53 is not light because you don't get to rest it on your shoulders or any other position. And then you have to do legless rope climbs. So yes, it's only two. Technically, it's really only four. But I think this whole beginning is just one big build-up to two legless rope climbs times two. Yep. And if you're inefficient or unstable or your grip is smoked from three, like it's all going to come down to your ability to do those. So you got to set yourself up right getting to, getting to there.
1: So again, go singles on the on event three or test three. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I, and even though you're right, it is the four legless rope climbs for every division, men, women, all the ages. It will come down to that without a doubt. Um, but I still think that if you want to, if you want to get to the games, mm-hmm. you have to roll the dice and you have you have to throttle down on this one.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not saying don't I, throttle is, down, but you can't like be out of control and sloppy, or else you will screw yourself at the end. Yeah. But like the it time under 10, you gotta think huge time under tension element with both kettlebell movements. So you can't go slow, right? It's like, would you rather hold it for a minute or a minute and a half times four?
1: I wonder if there's a way I would play with this one too, for positioning. Um, because I think deciding how you're going to step on the box, mm-hmm. um, the step ups, the goblet squats, I wouldn't be as worried about, uh, but the step ups, thinking about how you're going to step like to the side, like standing sideways to the box, kind of 45 degree angle. So you can do the kind of that, almost like that shuffle step where you can stay lower.
0: I don't think they're step overs. It's a I step think there's step down. ups. Yeah. They're not step mm. overs. Okay. Which changes everything. Cause you have to stand up all the way, which is right. more time under tension. The reps take longer and you have to use your legs more.
1: And the kettlebell is not allowed to move?
0: You can't rest it on your shoulders. So you have to have two hands on your chest in the front rack position, which with a straight on step up, with that thing just like.
1: Yeah, could you lean into it?
0: You could lean into it, but you're right. You lean forward with a 70 pound kettlebell, like arm pump city. Right, I'm True. talking about 80 of these reps, step ups and goblet squats alike. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm just these these last two legless rope climbs as we're talking through it are making more and more, um, not making more sense, but like are just increasing in difficulty at the speed you're gonna have to go with a with a back to back and then come back through it again. Like really, the, it's the last two, uh, t- right?
1: Yeah. That's the whole race.
0: And then, and then at the end is like just don't trip over the box. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the cash out at the end, you're like screw it, right? Now I'm just going to sit in the pancake for sixty to ninety seconds, but well, maybe not that long. But yeah, I uh... I think this will I think this will sneak up on people.
1: Oh, it'll definitely it will sneak up on I, because of the tempo it'll sneak up on people. Uh, but I think the strategy here is. You you have to just kind of be re- like don't worry that it's gonna start to hurt because guess what? It's gonna start to hurt. You just have to make sure that you can handle those two Legos rope climbs at the end. What, right. and what would be different is like your legs are gonna be shot, so the jump that you maybe you normally have to mm. jump up onto the rope. Yeah. Right. So right. like be be comfortable with a couple more pulls because you're gonna have that. The granite you're, not, you're great. not jumping.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about that because like the jumping for the first twenty. Yeah, the step ups times forty, the goblet squats time forty, and that one less climb you thought you had to do, and then here comes like uh, confidence. Yeah, you you do that first climb of the last two, and it gets half sketch on the way up there, and you did one and a half more pulls than you thought, and then you're like, "Do I go yet? Uh, yeah. I have to that's, go now, right?"
1: That's a, you you can't fa- You cannot fail. Yeah, a Legos rope. If you fail a Legos rope climb, it's over.
0: It's over. Out. Yeah. Down. You're right, it's over.
1: Done. Oh. Like man. you you talked about in the quarterfinals how um uh the rope climb part that that became the mm-hmm. the mud that everyone just kind of was trudging through. Yeah. Yeah. Um this this will be a pass fail. <laughs> <laughs> yes? All right, Once I I get a, to that point, you know. I have
0: another execution question for you. Okay. You get a no rep. On one of your legless climbs, what do you do? What What do you give? What do you you, you, you text on, on your video? Coach,
1: you text your coach and say, all right, so for next year, um, what do I do?
0: <laughs> Right? I mean, uh, I think Eubanks was on with Talking Leap Fitness, talking about the whole scoring system challenge that it is, and sayings like not all reps are created equal is like you're damn right. They're not. Yeah. This right here is a massive in that fourth legless rope climb. If you get a no rep there, I think it's like disqualification. (laughs) (laughs) You did 25% less of the work. It's only four. Uh, It's not, it's not 1% of all the reps. Like those four legless rope climbs will be the deciding factor. Whether you go to the CrossFit games or not. Yeah. Because of the time at which it takes to do them for one or do them if you miss or, or wait and rest and just sit there and watch the time and all your dreams slip up between your fingers. <laughs> no pun intended.
1: And think that you just have to wait until you age up to the next division.
0: And yeah, I think you get a no rep on video and they come back is like, hey, one of your rope climbs was not good. You either wrapped your leg like early or you didn't touch. Like you're done. I think you're done fifteen percent penalty is not worth the inability to do another rep in- completely. In my opinion, done. Yeah, and that's one thing. If we like, we kick back to the open or the sorry, the no and like I know killer or killer Hiller <laughs> was cutthroat. That's where the c- came from. Cutthroat in it. And being in Boz has mentioned, this is like being retroactive in online competition is kind of hard to do because if they was live and they gave you no rep, you would have done it again. I would agree in most repetitions, like easy reps, like a goblet squat or a step up, but the major ones where I think he, Hiller actually posted this on a rebuttal video to the podcast we were just talking about with Eubanks. It's like you have to be more disciplined in the way you shell out penalties, or else everyone will continue to f- blur the line. Totally. The and,
1: line is gray, you're gonna sit in the gray.
0: And it'll be and it'll get more gray the longer we're allowed to do gray. To the point is like we'll just all do gray. And we just heard that if we're all doing gray, we'll all get away with it. But if you just start denying people access to the next stage of competition because of no gray. People will adjust accordingly. Totally,
1: it, you, you have you have to. You can't side If the problem is, is that judging is supposed to be objective, not subjective. And when it all right. gets gray like that, then it's all subjective. And one of the things that that CrossFit has been accused of for a long time is the good old boy club. So if you're a big athlete, you're a big name, you won't get penalized the way a no-name person would get penalized. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, everybody wants to see this athlete go to the game. So we can't not let them go there. So they're showing capacity. So obviously they're fine to get in there. Right. Um, that is that is a worse thing than being cutthroat and saying, no, it's a pass or fail. You didn't get it. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry if, and that's, we are, and there, there would be, I would say, um, if, if we took one year, and I think that's all it would really take is one year where the, the, the hammers dropped on everything. Yeah. Well, what will happen is people are going to be like, well, I don't want to play that game because, you know, they're they're just being too hard and blah, 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 whatever. It's like, OK, well, then other athletes come in and be like, sweet, they're not in. So I'm going to this is my chance now. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to make sure that all my movements are great. Yeah, and I'm going to get in there. And then at that moment, that becomes the culture that you have to have good movement. Yeah. Fast movement, heavy, yeah. heavy lifts, all that stuff. But good movement to advance on. And then that would change it like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a pain to go wet retroactive, but like you just have to say, "Hey, we're doing it." Like this is boom, this is it. Like it's now. Yeah. But you have to be able to have the bandwidth to be able to do that, and I think that's the hard part.
0: And that's the one thing I noticed judging during Hiller's open is that I was like, "That was not a good rep. Do it again." Right Because I knew it would get seen and penalized accordingly. Yeah. And the fact that I knew that was going to happen changed the way I judged. And at the same time, and this was part of the uh, I think he was talking about this too, is that everyone's getting so fit and so fast that now we feel like the only way we can separate it, ourselves from each other is blurring those range of motion lines totally versus like hey listen if you don't clearly break parallel and stop at the top of your rep during front squats at 225 or whatever you have to do it again or you will get a no rep and it won't just be like oh you got 1 to 5 so you got you know 1 to 5 off it's like it, it's it's a a 10 second penalty per rep or something wild or like hey it's not worth Blurring the line race because now I hope everybody's being held to this standard. And the thing is, is like we've said this before on on the podcast when it came to judging is like as an athlete, I'm not worried about my judge. I will do everything I'm supposed to do and ask to do as fast as I can. I'm worried about my opponent's judge and what they're getting away with. And right now in competition, mostly online, people are getting away with so much or not getting penalized at all. I feel like the only way you can keep up with these things is to play the same game they are. Yeah, Because there is so much on the line and there is such a massive difference between 20 seconds in a test that took five minutes or 30 reps in a test that took 20. Like The swings on the leaderboard when it comes to that, because everybody is so good, the talent pool is so broad now, you can't afford a 20-second slower pace or 10 few reps less. And so you just have to do whatever else everyone is getting away with. And I'm I'm with you is that we need to be harder. Yeah,
1: very hard. Like and I think the first time I really I mean, I've always known that there were going to be people that would kind of blur the line. I mean, we talk about this all the time that like in live competition. You're gonna to play to your judge. I know exactly right. how far I can go down. That I need to go down, and it's not a matter of, well, Bill's not trying to show virtuosity, and he's not. <laughs> no. I'm trying to win the race,
0: right? This isn't the CrossFit Level One seminar, right?
1: <laughs> Fuck your virtuosity. <laughs> <I'm racing. laughs> um, but I think uh, when I saw it was remember the, and I don't remember which open it was. It was Josh Bridges doing the deadlifts. And he got, he had oh, the rules at yeah, the time. And then yeah. he, there were a bunch where his shoulders weren't going behind the bar. Whatever. and talking Blah, 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 blah.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So
1: they gave him 15%. Right. They gave him a 15% penalty. And I think after that, he was fourth in the world. Right. So it's like that, that element now becomes the game where it's like. What's the incentive? Care, I don't care if you're going to penalize me because 15%, if I'm good enough, that's okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I'll, pl- I will roll the dice on that. And I think that's. If, if you know that that's there, you have that element. If you know that you're, well, those were no reps, so they don't count and you are not advancing. It's not a, not a penalty. You didn't do the work you needed to do. And I I actually like the things that Hiller says about that when it's, you're supposed to do X number of reps before you go to here. Mm -hmm. Well, you had to do 10, you did six. So everything from that mark on doesn't count.
0: Yeah. You're done. Like your 15 ring muscle ups.
1: That's it. Done. But I mean, it, it. you. It you would. You got to get the bandwidth. You have to have the team that is going to be able to hit and look at everyone. And I mean, we've talked about different ways of doing this. You know, bringing the community into it and mm-hmm. having those levels of of, uh, of filtering to get everyone through. Um, but I I I agree. I think that if CrossFit wants um, to clean up that issue. Yeah. then you just have to drop the hammer. Mm-hmm. relent From the beginning, relentlessly.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can't do it now. No. O- well, you can do it now that competition hasn't started yet. If it came out, as like, hey, if you get a no rep in these first 15 ring muscle-ups or any of the minimums and you, you don't get, get your 15, you will get a zero. You will get disqualified. And we're going to tell you that before the competition starts. Yep. If you get a no rep on any one of your rope climbs, any one of them, you get a no rep, you will be disqualified. So you better climb up there and slap the top of the rig like Rich Froning in 2011 CrossFit games because he did get no rep on his last rope climb and he had to make sure that he got it. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Just started doing chin-ups on the top of the beam just to make sure they saw. I, I, and, and those are the things, right? Those are a few things in there that have to be hard lines. Because it changes the way the competition goes. If if you're going to tell me it's like, oh, I, I can I got a three of my five 15 ring muscle ups with bad lockouts got counted. Great. It's going to take me another minute and a half to get those three. I got a fifteen percent penalty. I only lost three reps. Yeah. Great. I'll apply. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll they'll see. That, maybe yeah. they won't. And that's going to make the lockout on my thrusters so much better. I'm going to have so much more time to do it. And therefore, that 50% penalty I got, and we're just saying 50% penalty as if that's what they would do, but that's what they've done. Right. Then we're playing this like who can get away with what game instead of who can do what. That's what I want to see. What can you do? Not what can you get away with. Yeah. And I don't like the path that we have been going down these last couple of years with what can we get away with? If I accidentally marked 14 and a half feet on my rope climb, like you will get a zero. If 15% penalty and an athlete just needs to go 16% faster with bad movement. Yeah. Helping. It's just that easy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and even, I mean, even with that, uh, uh, again, as an athlete, and you're trying to make it to the games right now, if we, yeah. since we're, we're trying not to analyze and we're trying to um, think strategy, mm-hmm. you have to think, I, I, I mean, I don't want to say that you should be thinking this way right now, but you do need to think that way right now. You need to think, what are you able to get through? What are you able to see? What does it look like? What do your videos look like? Do they look clean? Do they not look clean? Do you look like you're deep enough? Do you not look like you're deep enough? So that you know exactly where to hit so you don't have to play that game. And I, I, I don't want to say you want to play the 15% rule, but like you gotta know that it's there. Yeah. In the in the current in the current state that we're in right now with the rules and the 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 actions that are out there by the judging system, and I'll say the system. Um, you have to play to that system, whatever that whatever that's going to look like. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and in this particular setup with these events, I think there are a lot of opportunities <laughs> where things could go or not go your way. So just you know, be smart about how you move. I mean, because and now, honestly, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell an athlete whether the risk was good enough or not because I. I've seen inconsistencies with how the scoring is done mm-hmm. that you don't know if the hammer is going to hit you or not. So, I mean, obviously as a coach, I'm going to say, move, right. I want you to move, yeah. right. And I think the
0: inconsistencies come with the inconsistency of the application of the penalties too.
1: A hundred percent. That's exactly what I mean. And, and so, you know, if, if you're, if you are one of those, I mean, you always want to say move to the best of your ability, which we want that to be the case. Because the last thing you want is to be told your movement wasn't good enough. You didn't go deep enough or you're going to get penalized. Um, so do the right stuff. Do the best you can strategy-wise. We gave you all kinds of points. So hopefully you can mm-hmm. use some of those to your, your, your advantage. Um, but there's a lot of weird strategy plays in this particular setup just by the way the events are made. Right.
0: So. Halpin, currently awarded, bad movement, done fast, eat the penalty, go on to the next stage, bad measurements, eat the pen. Yeah.
1: No, I know. You're right. But the problem with that is it's not even that isn't consistent. Because I've seen people get nailed where it's like, wow, really? Was that a bad rep? That didn't look that bad. And then there are other people that seem to make it through with all great reps. And you watch them, you're like, <clears throat> yeah. not look like a good rep.
0: And Lana, we're not of, saying like, again, every rep is still not created equal. Like you get right. no rep on a box step up. I'm not going to Yeah, totally. Disqualify you from competition. But it's it's the it's Minimal the lynch work requirement lynchpin uh, movements. Yeah. Right. In those certain tests. Just like uh, what was it last year's was it semifinals for age groupers where it was like every two minutes of number of wall ball shots? Yeah. It's like, hey, if you didn't hit your number, you got a three no reps in there, guess what? Nothing Done. else beyond that counted. Yep. Zero. Sorry. Yeah. Of course, it's a lot easier to say here than it is to do there, but I think the, the direction we need to start trending, not like, hey, fix this yesterday type discussion, is getting harsher with the application of these types of penalties. Yeah, but yeah. And not backtracking or group thinking or consensus drawing is like well everybody kind of did this so we'll just let it go as like and i get like on the up thing where they recognize they totally botch the whole standards thing and they're like all right well every single person is having this problem we'll lump them in together that's a whole nother topic of convers- conversation but i think it needs to happen and i can start this weekend there's still time muscle-ups and, and rope climbs any no reps in there? Disqualified. It's only fifteen. Jeez, it's only eight.
1: The problem is they didn't say that. I mean, I don't know if they would go back and say it now. They already sent out their emails to all the athletes. They already know what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to do it. I just, I, I, I think they would have to do it next season because this is the last in. Like this is the last online portion. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like and it's an online thing. It's not an it's not a live thing. It's an online thing. Right. So uh, I think it would have to be like okay, CrossFit community, for next year, the hammer is out, and we're gonna nail every like we are we are trying to nail you. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I think that's what it has to be. Like I'm the judge. I'm trying to say you have a no rep. mm mm-hmm. So don't don't try to get past me because if I see one, if I see anything close, if right. it if it makes me question, it's a no rep.
0: Yeah. God, now, was, now my friend, you how slow
1: my friend time would be like. I was just I just was saying that.
0: <laughs> now my friend time is three minutes because I'm sitting my ass down and I'm locking my arms out and I'm getting my chin clear over the bar. Like I'm counting two over the bar. Okay, one, <laughs> two. <laughs> I love how we just went to Fran. What's your PR? Three minutes, but with good reps. With good reps.
1: It's a new world record time. Yeah.
0: All right, team. Thanks for joining this afternoon. Good luck to all the athletes competing this weekend in the age group semifinals. After this weekend, Bill and I will analyze the programming, which we fought really hard not to do over this hour. And what's it? It's Tuesday. Thursday, you want to do a journal?
1: Yeah, let's do the journal.
0: Journal coming up Thursday will be seniors and kids. Oddly enough, at the same time, we're doing an age group division competition. If you guys are watching in YouTube, I'll put this in the chat right now. 2003 article written by Greg Glassman. It is just two pages, and it all centers around training our age group athletes, which is was a discussion I had with uh, a couple of people when, I mean, Hiller just posted that like young Hercules yeah. discussion <laughs> about uh, should, someone had texted me, should kids compete in CrossFit at a young age? Which we'll bring up next time. I have an answer for that. I know Becca Voigt has an answer for that too, because we've had that discussion prior an to that. Yeah, we'll save it. We'll okay. save it. So bring, uh, bring your answer to that question, everyone. Should children, young kids under the age in teens, compete or try to spend their time trying to compete at the CrossFit Games? Hmm. I'm curious of what you don't tell me when we get off this. I'm not going to tell you. All right, you guys don't tell us either. But bring your answers, bring your questions. We see you guys Thursday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific, three thirty p.m. Central. Janelle's on the right track. All right. (laughs) See you guys Thursday.